everybody, and welcome to Walking on the Wild Side. What? Hey, that's my line. What's your line? I always get to kick us off. Oh, you're stealing my line. Excuse me, kick us off. Well, you already did it now. You got to do something now. (laughs) No, I don't. You done took it away from me. I'm not doing nothing. Well, everyone, welcome to Walking on the Wild Side. It is with such a heavy heart that we have to tell you. I don't even want to talk about it. We were unable to podcast from the Okie Finoki. Just a perfect storm. Not only did we not get to podcast from the Okie Finoki, we flat didn't get to go. We just didn't get to go to the Okie Finoki, did we? No. So I'm never going to get to do that paddle. You are going to paddle it. We, we are going to paddle it. So a few things kind of went together on that, and we apologize for not broadcasting from the, uh, from the Okie Finoki. Trust me, we are as upset about it as... Maybe some of you will be. But unfortunately, what happened was uh, a little stomach bug uh, decided to work its way through the Balt Nine household here. And uh, first, I came down Boy, with it. Boy, did it. <laughs> yeah, literally and figuratively, right? Yeah. Not only, uh, I got it first on like uh, Monday, and it knocked me down until Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday was when we were supposed to leave. And so we were unable to go on Wednesday, and we, we had to unfortunately cancel the trip because I didn't know if I'd be strong enough. I was a little bit weak and had a fever. Right. Yeah. And lo and behold, you got it. In grand fashion, too, in right? In the middle fashion. of a team's call. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it hit, you, it hit you hard, too, didn't it? Hard and quick. Yeah. So I guess to make a long story short, we would have been in the middle of the Okie when she would have been hit by that stomach bug, and that would have been a, not a great place to go. Not only that, the other thing that happened on this dead blame trip that we were supposed to have that we didn't, it was the coldest month of the year. And it ended up being the coldest night on record. Yes. Their previous record was 22, and they got down to 20. They had ice. We would have literally been paddling in Okefenokee having to break ice. What the (laughs) heck is that all about? That trip was just doomed from the it start. It was just not supposed to happen. And the weather was supposed to be nice up to a point. We knew it was going to be cold. But then all of a sudden, there was an 80% chance of rain. On So we would have been paddling in the rain. We would have been sleeping on a platform over the water when it was supposed to be the coldest night on history for Okefenokee. So, you know what, guys? We didn't go. So, yeah. you know, we'll end up going again, though. And we will podcast from there. I, I guarantee we will podcast from the Okefenokee one way or the other. And we do still have some plans to to do some remote podcasts and have some special guests and things like that this year as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? We've got a surprise toward the end of this podcast as to what we'll be doing next week. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. It'll be a almost like a weeks, teaser. But yeah, yeah ne- next podcast, right? Next yeah. podcast. So. But you know what? So here at the last minute, we had to put together a podcast, and I was kind of thinking what would be a good podcast. What would be a, a good podcast? Well, you know what? Everyone always asks how animals got their names, right? You, you've heard people say that. Yes. Well, I don't, I don't know how animals got their names. I mean, a lot of it has to do with acceptable common names, proper common names. The one name we know is always the same, of course, is always the scientific name. Yeah. That's the same no matter what. But these other names that we've got come across different languages, different regions, things like that. But that got me to thinking, you know, one of the coolest things is what do we call groups of animals? You ever think about that? I mean, it's not its not just one term oh, for a group of yeah, animals yeah. other than a group ooh, of animals. Ooh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> So, I got a couple that are coming to mind that I like. Well, there's a couple out there that are really kind of awesome. 
And there are some that are just flat strange. I, I just don't even know how to go. Through. But that's what we're going to do today for this podcast. We're going to go through some of these funky names for groups of animals. But kind of to start with, let's get into a little bit of the biology. Why do animals gather in the first place? Why do they, why do they run in groups? You know, some animals do and some animals don't. Can you think of an animal that, that runs in groups, let's just say? What do you think? Coyotes. Coyotes run in packs, right? Mm-hmm. How about herd animals like deer? Yeah. Um, of course, zebra and, and the other herd animals that we saw mm-hmm. when we went to uh, Tanzania. Um, so you've got those groups, and then some are solitary. You know, like, uh, let's just say a mountain lion. He's a predator. He hunts by himself. Owls are kind of the same way. They're normally by themselves. So, I would hunt by myself because I don't want to share my, my dinner. <laughs> well, you better hope you're successful. Because <laughs> uh, if, you're, if you're by yourself and you can't find something to eat, you go hungry. But, hey, that's one of the reasons why animals gather is because of food. There's a lot better chance that they're going to catch food or find food as yeah. a group. So so one of the kind of strategies is, is mainly for, for eating. The other thing, too, that most people don't ever think about, you ever think about this with the deer that we've been seeing in the backyard lately? They're sitting there, and while three or four of them are looking down eating, one of them's keeping watch. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so then that one lifts his head up, and then the other one eats. So you, you actually get a lot longer opportunity to graze and eat when you're with a group. So safety's kind of in numbers there. Yeah. So protection, right? More eyes on the lookout. Um, actually, one large organism moving together instead of just a small individual moving together is, is actually more oh. formidable, right? Yeah, like the fish. Well, like the fish. That's the when camouflage, they, right? Yeah, when they move yeah. as one. Mm-hmm. Well, you so know, the they, one, they appear larger? Well, they do, and the patterns break it up. Mm-hmm. You know, the one I think of is when you see it on TV, you see those flocks of starlings that just kind of move in just an almost hypnotic way. Yeah, it's crazy. Those are called murmurations is what they're called, mm-hmm. the movement and stuff. So, you know, and that all is predator evasion. So they group together for food, for safety, for predator evasion. They also kind of get together to conserve warmth, to protect their young. And that's another reason to raise young. And the other reason why they gather together is for mating, right? A target-rich environment. One male trying to find one female over a thousand square miles, it's going to be a little difficult. But thousands of females and thousands of males gathering in one area, the, the... the success of mating actually goes up quite a bit, you know? So yeah. that's kind of a cool thing to think about. And then the other thing, you know, of course, success in hunting, right? You can mm-hmm. get successful when you're a pack hunter, more so than, I guess, you're by yourself. Yeah. Right? If there's a lot of prey, and let's just say there's some big prey items, one coyote, one jackal, even one lion may not be able to take down a full-grown animal, but about four or five of them together Absolutely. they can. So. Yeah. So grouping together means you can actually be a little more successful in getting your prey. Migration is actually one of the reasons animals gather together. Have you ever thought about why they gather to migrate? I mean, maybe it's obvious that they can kind of all go together for protection. That's what I would think. Yeah, and that that is a reason. All the things we talked about are actually, you know, feeding and stuff like that. The other thing is, if you're headed on a destination, you got one person that's deciding where to go, there's there's about a 50-50 chance he don't know where he's going. Right? <laughs> there's that. <laughs> but if you got about 15 people that know where they're going, the odds are you're going to get to your spot. So believe it or not, in migration and stuff, having multiple animals together and stuff all going toward a, a um, common location, yeah. there's a much better chance you're actually going to get there. <laughs> so so migration and, and food and all that, those are all reasons. So us humans being the way we are, being the uh, commanders of the English language, we had to give them names, right? 
Absolutely. And for hundreds of years, people were giving these animals groups names, but nobody really wrote them down until one person decided that she was going to write it down. She was a noblewoman uh, in the Middle Ages, like in the 1400s. Oh, wow. Yeah, she published a book. Her name was Juliana Berners. And quite possibly, she was like the first female author huh. who actually wrote in the English language. So she's got some uh, pretty pretty good chops there. Yeah, no doubt. But she wrote a book called The Book of Hawking, Hunting, and Blazing of Arms. Wow, that's fancy. Isn't that fancy? But that's it's very a, fancy. It's a hunting book, basically. It huh. it basically names all these things. So when they're naming the different game animals, you can't just say a herd of this, a herd of that, a flock of this, a flock of that. She actually recorded all the different names they were given to some of these groups of animals. And, of course, a lot of people just had fun with it. And she herself, if you if you read some of the text from her book, she had quite a sense of humor. So <laughs> basically, the animals were named after some of the characteristics of the group or the individuals themselves. But she threw people in there, too, which is kind of a sense of humor, <laughs> you know. But so so one of the things is she would say, as dilig- a diligence of messengers, a melody of harpers, a blast of hunters. And one of my favorites is a disguising of tailors. Those are all groups, oh. you know. So, you know, she'd have a heyday at conventions this time, you know. You imagine what she would think if she saw cosplay for the first time. Oh, man. <laughs> I wonder what she would name that. I don't even want to go there. That's a that's a whole different one. But, you know, the, the origin of those names actually was lost over time. Um, but she did have quite a few names, and she did give them. And a lot of them, like I said, was based on the characteristics of the animals themselves. So mm-hmm. so things along kind of lines like my favorite is a tower of giraffes. I mean, well, that makes that, sense. That's just a great name for those for those animals and stuff. Mischief of mice, that's crash cool. of rhinos. Wow! And and you remember seeing these guys, hippopotamus? Do you know what a group of hippopotamus is called? Well, based on what the uh, flatulation well, of hippopotamus. Well, that would be a, she would probably call it that a bloat. Well, that's bloat pretty good too. So yeah. we're going to share a bunch of those names and stuff of what she did. But you know, there was a gentleman here recently. Had a fancy to these names, and he really wanted to record them. Hey, you ever seen the actor studio inside the actor yes. studio? That yeah. that dude is a He's, what's his name? James Lipton. I yeah, think his name? yeah. Yeah. Well, he wrote a book called An Exaltation of Larks, and a group of larks is called an exaltation. He went through and just found all these names, <laughs> these different animals, birds, insects, things like that, and list them in his book. And if you guys want to read a fun book. Well, I I say that because I'm a nerd. But if you want to read a fun book, An Exaltation of Larks by James Lipton is actually a funny book. And uh, you can see his tongue in cheek uh, with the way he wrote it and everything. And you've seen the actor's studio, how he plays off of other guests. So uh, he's quite the character. And uh, so that'd be a great one to to go to if you really want to read it. But everybody knows there's some well-known names. What what are some of the ones you think of that everyone knows when you say it's a group? I like, this is one of my favorites, A Murder of Crows. Murder of Crows. You know why they call it A Murder of Crows? I always thought Edgar Allan Poe had something to do with it. I did too. You would (laughs) think so. That telltale heart has. Yeah, well, and I guess that would be ravens, not crows for him. Well, that's true. Right, but. So think about the battles that took place and all the dead, decaying bodies Ooh, on the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. Crows were associated with that. So murder, a murder, a murder of, crows. of crows. Now, I'll have to call out to my buddy Robert Corbin, right? Robert Corbin posted, and this is, this just cracked me up when I saw it on Facebook. Okay. Yes. But I Robert, remember you mentioning this to me. <laughs> Robert, Robert's a brilliant guy, and we're going to have him on our podcast one of these days, hopefully soon. But he posted this thing where I think he copied another post where a person sent out a picture of 
three crows, right? It was just mm-hmm. three crows. And the caption underneath said, attempted murder. And only the naturalist <laughs> and birders and stuff like that all did their nerd laugh. You know, the nerd laugh and the snort. <laughs> yes. and, and I was one of those. But my gosh, that is just brilliant. And just yeah, like is. our buddy Jerry up in uh, Raleigh, you know, Jerry Reynolds loves a good pun and good play on words. Attempted murder. Man, that is brilliant. That's awesome. Oh, my God. That was brilliant. So I I felt privileged that I was in the circle to know and appreciate that joke. <laughs> You know, I'm so proud how you've grown, how you've grown. <laughs> well, the well-known names of birds, of course, flock, right? Well, of course. Everyone yeah. talks about a flock of birds, a herd of cattle, right? Those are some, a colony of like ants or, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A swarm, um, a pod, a school, a pride of lions, a pack of dogs, right? A hive of bees. All those are pretty well-known. Yes. But, yep. but this gets a lot more detailed. And I've got a, a just incredible list. I'm not going to read them all, but I'm going to peruse through this list and just throw some out for you. And you've got the list over there, too. Throw some out that you think are just absolutely unique. You know, we all know that when we were in, um, in Gora Gora, mm-hmm. right, and those baboons came through, <laughs> yeah. well, you know what they're called? A troop of baboons. That makes sense. Right. And sticking with the primates, it's a troop of, of apes, and it's also a barrel of monkeys. <laughs> I had that game when I was little. I, I loved it. And now we know where that comes from. <laughs> yeah. Um, bats are, are also called a colony, but there's another name for them called a cauldron. Now, that one's yes. pretty good. Yeah. If you think about it, when you think of bats, you're thinking mm-hmm. of like Halloween and witches, and you think yeah. of that cauldron, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a cauldron of bats, bubble, that's a pretty bubble, good one, too. And bubble, and now, this one's for Jean. Right, Uh-oh. Jean Marie Papoy, your sister-in-law, my sister-in-law, your sister. Yeah. Right. They probably never listens. <laughs> probably never listens. But this one's for her. A group of cats is called a clouder. Wow. Which is actually kind a of like clouder. a derivation of clutter. Yeah. So a clouder of cats, a coalition of cheetahs, a caravan of camel, an obstinacy of buffalo, a pace of donkeys. <laughs> and you remember those that we saw on Osaba Island? You remember they're walking down the road very slowly? That was a pace. Oh, okay. So yeah. them walking in a line is a pace. I mean, that's a great, great name. Oh, here's a good one. What you got? A prickle of porcupines. A porcupine prickle. Man, I ain't seen one porcupine, much less a prickle of them. I know. I'd love to see a prickle of what porcupines. A great, what a great name, though. Oh, well, guys, so descriptive, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you won't forget that one. Nope. We know elephants are a herd. Yes. Ferrets are a business of ferrets. And a skulk of foxes. Here's skulk. A, what you got? You got a good here's one? A good one. A blessing of narwhals. Yes. Well, <laughs> seeing any narwhals is a blessing. It's a blessing. Right? That's right. <laughs> How about this one? You've heard no news is good news. Mm-hmm. A, a group of news is called an implausibility. Uh-huh. Implausibility of news. Or a trip of goats. Goats are a trip anyway. An array of hedgehogs. A cackle of hyenas. Man, that one's a great one, isn't it? That is a good uh, oh, one. Oh, that's so descriptive. A kindle of kittens. That just sounds funny. A scurry of squirrels. Scur- that's a good one. It is a good one. And I like crash of crash of rhinoceroses. Yes. And, of course, sloths. A bed of sloths. Because <laughs> they're not going anywhere No, anyway. they're not. They're just hanging out. But what about a wisdom of wombats? <laughs> Those are awesome. Some wombat wisdom. Man, that wombat's got some wisdom. That means he's just got a group of people with him. A pack of wolves. We all know that one, right? Yeah. And a harem of seals. And 
you know, a gaze of raccoons, a colony of rabbits, a turmoil of porpoises. And this one I thought of you because of our trip that we're going on, hopefully, in September. Yes. Polar bears, a group of polar bears. Yeah. Of course, a lot of people call them a pack, stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. the other name I like is an aurora of polar bears. Because hopefully we're going to see both. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we see a pack of both. Yes. Now, those are just the mammals. That's the mammal names, you know, yeah. for, for a lot of those. You, you have any more that you like that really caught your eye? I mean, you thought they were... A dazzle, a zebra, a devil, <laughs> as I do my jazz hands. Oh, a dazzle. A dazzle that, of zebras. A dazzle of zebra. That's... Yeah. Man, you remember seeing them for the first time. We were, I yes. mean, we've seen yeah. them in like circus and stuff like that. But boy, when you see them out in the wild and stuff, they truly are dazzle, aren't they? So the, the one that you threw out earlier was a murder of crows. So yeah. let's talk about some birds a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <And> so I, <laughs> what? One, one of my favorite ones, buzzards, vultures. Oh my gosh. Do you know what that one's called? You do, don't you? Uh, all I can think of is the way they fly in a kettle. Right. No, it's... um. Well, a kettle is, yeah. They're, when they're kettling. In when they're kettling, yeah. When they're on the ground feeding a group of them. Oh, Lord. It's called a wake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that not awesome? That's fantastic. Wow. We had a uh, a wake of buzzards at our, or vultures at our pool. <laughs> we did. And we <laughs> had one individual. Like, I guess he was the... Um, he was the head dude because he came down on the pool. Yeah. I mean, he was like six feet away and drinking yeah, water drinking out of the pool. Drinking water out of the pool. Oh, here's here's one that makes me think of you. I know you like this one. A Parliament of Owls. Oh my gosh! Yes, can you? I mean, I think of being in the woods at Caw Caw Interpretive Center, right? Yeah. Back when it was Old T Farm, before there were any buildings there, you and I were there. That's one of my favorite projects I yeah, ever worked yeah. on. And when we were back there in the area with the huge live oak trees, there were about seven owls calling, all sitting in the trees looking down at us. That was truly a parliament of owls, was it not? Yes, it was. (laughs) Yes, it was. Uh, How about a congregation of plovers or a jug of quail? Or a party of jays. That's a good one. Man, that's a good one. How about unkindness of ravens? Or a squabble of seagulls. A pandemonium of parrots. (laughs) (laughs) Parrot pandemonium. Pandemonium. How about a convocation of eagles? Ah, That's pretty good. Very nice. Sounds very 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 regal. Regal, yeah. Yeah. A scold of jays. Because some of these actually have two names. So you you had a party of jays, which is good, and a scold of jays. I guess it depends Mm -hmm. on your point of view if you're a hawk. I like the party of jays. It's a scolding of jays if you're a hawk. A brace of magpies, or I'm sorry, a tiding of magpies, a brace of mallards. This one's great. A tuxedo of penguins. That's perfect. That is perfect. That is spot on on that one. Yeah, it is. Oh, this one makes me think of you. A charm of hummingbirds. A charm. I do love my hummingbirds. And you are charm. We have a charm of hummingbirds. We are blessed with charms. Yeah, we are. Oh, how about a flamboyance of flamingos? Wow. And a squadron of pelicans. You remember in Beaufort? That was the uh, that was the Beaufort Air Force. Yeah, it was. A squad of uh, pelicans. Yeah, is they so, so descriptive. A gang of turkeys, of course. A mutation of thrushes. And if you've ever seen teal jump up from the water, a spring of teal. That's a great one. Yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. Down on the coast, when, when I worked at a private plantation and we had ponds there was just a skirmish line of cormorants going through and they would dive down and they'd come up with a huge fish and they'd swallow it whole throw their head back and just what gulp it on it's down. a gulp, it's of, a cormorants. gulp of cormorants <laughs> that's a good one 
Awesome. You oh got my one? God, this, this, you could make so many jokes from this Uh-oh. that wouldn't be appropriate for our mm. podcast, but no. a fall of woodcocks. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, you know, you know, I might have to throw a little biology in that one because they have this courtship flight that they go straight up and then they fall straight down. Okay. So a fall of woodcock. That's, okay. That's the way I cleaned that one up. You like that? That was pretty good, wasn't it? Good save, babe. Good Thanks. save. Thank you very much. I try. Well, I tell you, that's birds. Even even reptiles. <laughs> reptiles, they've named them. So, boy, these people well, must have been out Well, you can't leave about. anybody out. Well, you can't. What's a group of alligators called? A congregation. A congregation. I like a quiver of cobras. That's that is a, pretty good. That's a bad day. Or a rumba of rattlesnakes. Rumble. <laughs> rumba. A rumba of rattlesnakes. A rumba? Dun, no. dun, 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 dun. Huh. <laughs> I don't think that's a rumba, but I don't, it's well, all right. It's close enough. <laughs> what about a fever of uh, stingrays? And, Ooh. you know, in the wintertime, a lot of salamanders migrate to ponds to mate. Mm-hmm. A maelstrom. Oh. Of salamanders. That sounds That's a so, good one. A generation of vipers. That actually comes from the Bible. That's actually a Bible verse. So that relates back to a generation of vipers. That relates Ooh. to the Bible. Interesting. A knot of, like a shiver of sharks. <laughs> How about a knot of toads? If I, if I saw a shiver of sharks, I can tell you what I'd be doing that rhymes with that. That's enough with the SHs. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to stop that right there because you're going to say something you don't mean to say. A bed of eels. I've heard uh, that one. A slaughter of iguanas. So you remember we were talking about the, um, unfortunately, the, the cold weather that we had in South yeah, Georgia? Yeah, yeah. So in Florida, they also got all that cold weather. And you know what that makes iguanas do? They get stunned by the cold and they fall out of the trees and they drop. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it looks like they were slaughtered. So a slaughter <laughs> wow. of iguanas. Boy, that's great. Um, what about Turtles. A bale of turtles? I don't really know about that. No. That's not a great one. No. What about insects? What well, well, we know about a hive or a swarm of bees. Yeah, and a colony of ants. Colony We've of all ants heard that good. one. Well, what about a flutter of butterflies? That is lovely. Isn't I love that? that. Yeah. Have you ever seen a bunch of tent caterpillars when they come out in force? No. Well, they march across the lawn. They're an army of caterpillars. Oh, Isn't okay. that great? A swarm of flies or a cloud. We know that one. What about ladybugs? Well, they definitely bloom. That's a bloom of ladybugs. A bloom of ladybugs. And boy, this fall we had a bloom and in the spring we're going to have another bloom. Yeah, we always do. Them and the stink bugs. Well, a scourge of uh, mosquitoes and a plague of locusts. But what do you think a whole group of roaches is called? An intrusion. (laughs) An intrusion. Nobody wants an intrusion. I thought it would have been an infestation, but intrusion is pretty darn good. Yes, it is. I've got to say that. That's not bad. What did you think about that? Did you like those names? That's pretty awesome. (laughs) That's some good stuff. I mean, I think probably now we could come up with some names of... uh, you know, of some different animals at a group. Like a group of foxes out here in, in Chester, I would think it would be a, a Chesterfield of foxes, you know, <laughs> something like that, or or a um, um, a howling of coyotes. That would be a good one. Ooh, wow. Yeah. There's not that many people out there, and I'm going to include biologists, I'm going to include, you know, scholars and things like that all together. There's not many of them that know all these names, but boy, I tell you what, if you memorize a few of these and you throw it out there and correct some people and stuff, you'll be kind of, well, it'd be a nerd party, but you'd be the life of the nerd party if you were able to correct somebody. Just what I always wanted. I'm sorry, it's a bloat of hippos. It's a crash of rhinoceroses. <laughs> but I thought that was a good fill-in, don't you think? Yeah. Since we didn't get to go to Okie Finoki. 
Yeah. Now you know all the names of different animals, groups, and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. For me, that's just always yeah, that fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah. So uh, the next podcast we're going to be doing is going to fall right around uh, St. Valentine's yes, Day. Yes, it is. So we're going to have fun with that one. We're, we're going to, you know, it might be a little risque. We might have to kind of yeah. give it a, a, an explicit title uh, when we kind of post that one. But, yeah. you know, of course, we're going to talk Should about. Should be a little something fun and different, though. The language of love. Is we're gonna be talking wow, about wow, it. Wow. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> so we're gonna do that, and we may have a surprise in that mix as well. You never Absolutely. know. Absolutely. The one thing you got to remember is, unless you're out there running around, you're not gonna get named for a group. So you better get out there and start walking, walking on, on the, the wild, wild side. side.